Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Jim Tam. He is a Principal Client Director at Corn Ferries Digital Group, where he advises organizations on how to improve their sales effectiveness through using world-class sales methodology and technology. He's based in Dallas. And I have Tim Hawks. He's the Managing Director at Unlimited Potential. He's a mental engineer and executive coach focusing on logical and practical solutions for challenging problems. He's in the UK. And the question I have today, what is trust? Tim, kick us off. So I'd like to start with one word. This is such a tough subject. So, and that word is consistency. Mm. So for me, uh, trust, is about a relationship that has a predictable consistency. Uh, what was interesting when I thought about this earlier is we could trust our enemy to do the same thing every time, couldn't we? we so we don't have to like that person, we, we, but we can trust that they will. So therefore it doesn't have to be, trust doesn't have to be a positive relationship. It can, there can be a negative, but it's about predictable consistency, I think. Hmm. Yes, I agree. I can see that. I can agree with that. I also feel like when someone is consistently undermining or consistently doing mean things to you, we say in the vernacular, I don't trust them. Yes. Is that because we, because, but if they were to consistently be an enemy, but consistently do the same thing, we could trust them to, if you like, not be trustworthy. <laughs> well, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know whether I'm winding myself up in a circle here, but I know there's something in there. But I, I think the key for me is consistency. You know, mm -hmm. trust is if you let's let's say trust from the friendship point of view, which makes more sense is that we there is a consistency that that person will do things that are within our ethos, the way we work, our um, how we see things and play things out. They do the same thing. So therefore, we can trust them to do what we would do or act in a way that we imagine they would in a certain situation. That was an interesting way of uh, framing trust, Tim. When I was thinking about it, it's like, a, it's like a word that we use every day, but it's somehow hard to define. But the word that comes to my, in my mind is faith, not in the religious sense, but in faith that I know that whatever, you, whatever words come out of your mouth is going to be right. It's almost like a Robin, you said there's a hundred balloons in the next room. I automatically know there's a hundred balloons in the next room without even questioning what you say. But I think that comes from, cons from consistency comes from the person having a, a record a history of maybe never letting you down in anything that they've done or said to you. I think mm -hmm. that some people don't realize that trust is not automatic. It's something that needs to be earned over time. And that comes from consistency. So I do like the way you, you said that, Tim. So, so for me, faith is belief without evidence. And I'm just trying to sort of follow that through and see if that fits. I like that a lot. Trust is a belief without evidence that, in, in your case, Robin said there are 100 balloons in there, and there are. And I think the consistency still fits in there, doesn't it? Consistent faith. I'm sure we could put it together somehow. Um, but that belief without evidence, you know somebody well enough or know of them well enough to know that we believe they're going to do something without them having to prove it to us. There's yeah. also a level of trust with strangers, though. So, for example, if you're driving on the road, you expect and trust that the person coming towards you is going to stay in their lane. And if they don't, if someone does, you know, doesn't obey the rules of the road, that violates trust and you're angry about it. So to me, that's not a trust in a person. That's trust in the system. Mm. You trust their social norms. You trust that person passed a test to drive. 
So there's something not, I don't know who's driving the car, but I trust the process. So, so I wonder then, and that for me, somebody coming towards you, it's not a case of trusting that they'll that they will not steer into you or not, but they've got a they've got skin in the game there, haven't they? If mm. they swerve into your road, they, they, they've the risk to them is as high as the risk to you. But what it does raise a question for me. So in strangers, for instance, there is a trust in a level of humanity, isn't there, that we mm. that we have, where we go to a bar and we expect them to, to serve us what we ask for and be nice and don't poison the drink or pour a meal over our lap or whatever. We we trust they do that because of how we live our, our societal norms and our cultural norms and things like that. But it did also make me think, what, what about constants in life like gravity? We trust gravity. We know it's always going to deliver. Um, and, and that's trust in a system, is it? But Is that trust, though? Is it trust and there's no risk? What is it if it's not? Facts. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, so that's a good point. So, and then if you say that's facts, then going back to what Jim said about faith being belief without evidence, it is that it um, it's the evidence piece, isn't it? Facts have evidence. Well, I, you're talking about I, science, right? Science versus belief without proof. Gravity to me is science. I feel like trust has to have some kind of possibility of being broken for it to exist. Interesting. Right. Well, the question also is like, if you've lost a trust, how do you get it back? We haven't covered losing trust. I agree. But let's just go back to that. Can trust exist if we know we're not going to lose it? Is, it? is it because it's finite or potentially finite that it exists? Is that what makes it so special? I mean, I, I looked at a video earlier saying trust is higher in um, on the presenter's scale than love. You know, what can be greater than somebody to trust you? I didn't agree with that, but um, that, that was their viewpoint. But having that feeling that somebody put places upon you is, is has a huge amount of value to it. And the fact that it can be lost is what makes it valuable. I'm not sure whether it make, makes that it actually exists. I, I agree with you. Science is proof. It's like I trust the sun will come up every morning. That's not really trust. I trust that you will do the right thing there's that risk that makes trust that much more valuable. And that's why they call it trustworthy because it's worth something. But so let's talk about losing trust because it obviously, it, I think, I definitely think there's an importance in the fact that it can be lost. And that's what Is makes it, it lost or broken. Broken means it can't be replaced or repaired. If it's lost, it can be found again. So mm. I would say it's lost. I think that depends on the level of the loss of trust, doesn't it? You might want to say somebody this is broken, or you might say someone this is lost, depending on how you felt about it, depending on the level of what they did. And I feel like if I said to someone, you've broken my trust, that would be a, an opening of a conversation of let's try to fix it. If I said to someone, you've lost my trust, I'm out, I'm done, no more, over. But yeah. as, as Jim says, if it's lost, it can be found. Mm. So I was just trying to like remind myself, well, if it's broken... It can be glued, but there's always going to be this fragment that you know that mm -hmm. it had to be repaired and there's always a scar. Mm -hmm. So that's never going to be replaced. If you've got a difference between broken and lost, Robin, and you say to somebody, you know, our trust is broken. Does that person know the significance of what you're saying to them? Well, I mean, if I do a good job of communicating it and if it's someone I care enough about to go to and say, my trust has been broken. Can we have a conversation? That is a huge deal because 
I would say most of the time for most people, once trust is broken, the conversation's just over. They don't bother to go back. You have to be really significant and you have to matter a lot for me to want to fix it. Mm, that's true. But I think about like me when I was managing people, when I realized I can't trust a person, it's harder for me to trust that person again, regardless of how long we may have been working together. Yeah. So people, when they, when you lose trust with people, they do move into a different space in your brain. I don't know what, to, I don't know how to describe it. They're in a different compartment, aren't they? There's a sort of a set of feelings associated with that. And that does show the importance of trust, but I guess it depends on the, what, what you trust them to do. If you trust them to ring you every day and they don't, is that a broken trust or is that oh, fair enough? Or is it they forgot to pick your, pick your kids up from school when you're when they promised to? Now, that's a that is a break of trust. Are there levels? Yeah, there are I different so. levels, whether it's intentional or not. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but if it's a conscious oversight, then that's breaking the trust, I think. So, and I think it depends upon how the trust was built. If the trust was built in a way that it was um, organic and we created it together and then something happened, then we can rebuild it. But if the trust was built purposefully to undermine and lie to me, and I find out that you've been undermining and lying to me, then that trust is really badly damaged. Right. So, so, so a long-term, so something's been going on a long time you weren't aware of that that is a much more significant thing. And somebody takes one act that makes you go, mm, I don't trust that person. And was it malicious? Right. And uh, to see whether it's um, intentional or not. Mm. Yeah. And that, so that you've said intentional a couple of times, haven't you, Jim? And I think you're absolutely right. There's an intentional piece in here. There's a con consistency maintaining trust, but then there's an intentional, an intentional inconsistency that breaks it. Hmm. Well, gentlemen, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut us off there. Such a difficult conversation. Thank you for having with me. And I look forward to talking to each of you again really soon.